Hi everybody, welcome back to a level uploading by Feeling Space Facts with the one, the only Shay. Okay guys, I'm back with part two of my moving to Tennessee story. So hopefully we can get right into it. I know the first episode was very much generic backstory, origin story. So this time we're gonna get right into you know some of the things that occurred. Of course, you know I have my notes. We're gonna get right into it. So I know I left off with me being laid off. I got laid off in September 2019. And like I was saying in my in part one, if you have not watched it, please go and watch that one first. Because some of the stuff I'm saying won't, won't really make a lot of sense to you if you don't have the context and the backstory. So pause this, go back and watch that one, and then come back if you need to. But anyway, we're going to just jump right back in. So 2019, September... I want to say like let's say mid-September and then a couple weeks later my grandmother passed. We called her granny. It was good that I was laid off because I was able to be there for my mom and in the moment of when she needed me. So I guess it was a blessing in disguise. So after getting laid off, I kind of just got on the, on the ground because I need to pay my bills. You know what I mean? Like got on the grind of trying to find another job. Also, of course... I'm not going to stunt, you know, one of the perks of not having a job is that you can get, you know, the, the what you call it? What do you call it? The Like the public aid stuff. Like I can get Link, I can get, not Link, everybody don't say Link, so let me say EBT. Link is what we call it in Illinois. But EBT, food stamps, you know, Obamacare, whatever. <laughs> so I made sure I was doing that because I wanted to be covered, you know, while I was in this gray area transitional moment. Editing Shay popping in. I also had just got out of the hospital for my pulmonary embolism. So, of course, you know, I couldn't go without having actual medical insurance. So, uh, let's see. Um, I pretty much was on the grind looking for jobs for quite some time. I would say it wasn't that long. Honestly, it wasn't that long. Because one thing about me, I was going to get a job. Like, one way or another, Shay is going to get a job. So I winded up, after getting laid off, I winded up finally finding another job in November. And I found this job through a temp agency, which I was completely against because I've never worked with a temp agency before. I did not really understand fully how it worked. I just wasn't looking for anything temporary, but it's just so funny how God works. He definitely was testing my faith to see if I was going to listen to what he said versus doing what I wanted to do. But the pay was good. It was good enough to get me, you know, over the hump. And I, it was still in my field. And I actually wound up working for a company that I loved. Okay. I really loved it. It had so many perks. We had penthouses and we, we had yacht parties and all type of stuff that you know, was part of just the perks of working for that organization. And even as a temp, I was able to um, get some of those benefits. I started working there. I started training. And I was hired on as a temporary help to help the primary person for, you know, the department. And within me training to get, you know, caught up to be support for her, 
she winded up putting in her two week notice and left. So now the tip is now the only point of contact for this whole this whole company, this whole organization. My leap of faith was rewarded. God knew that it wouldn't be temporary. I was over there worrying about that temporary part and it was already fixed, already handled. So needless to say, I got converted very quickly and it was great. I actually really did enjoy working there. However, I had decided because I got hired, I got laid off in September. I got hired there in November as a temp. And then I want to say by December, I was converted because like I said, the young lady who I was helping had left. And I was like, I'm not going to be saying the only one in this position if y'all not trying to give me no benefits or, you know, put me on as a real employee. I'm not doing the temp service thing. So they poached me away from the temp agency and I was working there. The experience that I got at this company was literally what helps me to easily land the things that I needed to land. It was an amazing experience, an amazing job. I had already decided that this was my last winter. I was like, I am never, I'm not doing another winter in Chicago. Like, I had decided that. So, I started this job in November of 2019, and that's right when it starts getting really cold in Chicago, um, just depending on what's going on. I was like, nope, I, I'm getting serious about this. So, although I was in this job that I really did like and love, I knew that it wasn't going to be my forever home. Like, I really felt so strongly about that even way, way before I really started getting things in, in motion. So fast forward, I actually wound up staying there for almost a full year, just getting my ducks in a row, um, saving up, of course, having to deal with what came after 2020, 20, I can't talk, having to deal with what came after 2019, that's where the fun began. My lease was supposed to be renewed. And I'm like, I cannot renew this lease. Like, I'm not going to be here for much longer. I'm not going to be here in winter. Like, my whole objective was to be out of Chicago by October 2020. I don't care. No ifs, ands, or buts. So, I couldn't do a year lease. And my property management company, they did not offer, like, short-term leases. Like, all their leases were, were for a year. I'm like, this is not going to work for me. So, I winded up trying to figure out a way but before we even get there so i talked to the property manager and he's like well do you know when you're going to be leaving i'm like i'm not sure i just know that it's going to be before winter and i know that it's gonna it's not gonna be any time it's not gonna be i'm not gonna be able to stay here for 12 months it's just not gonna happen i can go month to month or i'll sign a six months lease but i i know that i'm not gonna be able to do it i'm not gonna set you guys up for failure and i want to get that on the record so this was my first real real solidified step of like actually saying like oh you serious all these years i have been talking about this i have been telling my mom like listen i'm not gonna be here this year and then i will be here so this year when when I was actually saying it this winter when I was actually saying it people were like for some reason we would leave her this time and I was dead serious like we were talking they were talking about stuff that would happen I'm like I'm not gonna be here <laughs> I'm not gonna be here so I mean you gotta talk to somebody else I'm not gonna be here so that was like my first real step into really putting it out there that I am serious I winded up 
talking him into doing a six month lease, lease, which was amazing. I'm so thankful that that worked out. So that gave me time, bought me some time. Keep saving, keep planning, keep plotting. So in the interim, I'm applying to jobs and all type of stuff. But of course, my, my resume says Chicago. My phone number has a 773 area code. It's people not really taking it serious, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like you don't want to start looking for something too early before you really can leave, but you don't want to sit there and wait too long. So that was the hard part, really finding that balance. So I'm like, you know what? Let me not focus on the job so much. If I can get down there, like I said, I have been saving, and also I, I had the ability to work from home because unfortunately C19 had came into the picture. But I'm all over the place. Okay, so. Let me slow down. So, the, begin, the beginning of March, I was like, okay, I'm going to plan a trip. going to plan a trip to Nashville so I can go and, oh, God, I didn't even tell you guys how. I didn't even tell you guys how I decided on Nashville. So, okay, so originally, like I said, it was Memphis, 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 Memphis. And then uh, one day I was just sitting around. I was like, what about Nashville? The reason why Nashville came to my mind was because I always looked at it as like a small town place, but also had some of that city flair, which is what I needed because I, I can't do too small of a city. Like I'm from Chicago, so I'm used to fast pace. I'm used to fast living. So I had to have some type of balance within that. Nashville was the way to go. So I'm like, okay, solidified. God's telling me to go to Nashville. And it was like so many confirmations that I was getting once I really said Nashville and stopped saying Memphis. And I said Nashville, it was like stuff started to really it really started to flow for me because I guess God was like, I ain't say you was going to Memphis. You said that. So he said, I might have told you you was going to Tennessee, but I didn't tell you you were going to Memphis. So the very beginning of March 2020, me and my friend planned a trip to go to Tennessee. I told her, like, you know, let's go have a little girls weekend or a couple, stay for a couple days and go explore. I can look at different areas, yada, yada, yada. And so... We planned the whole trip out and then we got notifications from our jobs that, hey, the city's shutting down. Here's take your laptops home, work from home, and, you know, we'll see how long they do this, this restriction. But for right now, our offices are shut down. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, that is interesting. And also in March, I want to say, there was a huge tornado here in Nashville. So I'm in Chicago looking at my friends who do live in Nashville and looking at some of the like chat rooms and stuff for the people who live in Nashville. Cause I liked, I wanted to keep up what was going on out here, even though I technically wasn't here yet. And so I'm looking, I'm looking and I'm seeing the tornado and then C-19 comes and I'm like, oh my God. So we canceled the trip. And we were quarantined for quite some time. Quite some time. So I would say March, April, May, June. I was pretty much in the house. Stagnant in the house. I, I was very much adhering to the protocols. But I still knew what. I got to figure out a way. Because I still say what I said. This is my last winter here. And I'm getting closer to the summertime. And I need to be trying to make some moves before the cold hits. So I want to say that was around July. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to plan a trip. I tried to plan a trip with my two friends, but they we, they had conflict, 
you know, with the time that I was trying to go. But I was like, you know what? Actually, it's better. I need to take my mom and my sister with me because they need to be a part of this journey so that they can feel better about where they're leaving me. You know what I mean? Like, if I just move up, get up and move, they're going to have anxiety about it. Not really, but it was just better to include them in the process. So we packed up my car and we drove down to Nashville in the summer of 2020. I would like to say that was like around the beginning of July, if I'm not mistaken. I had set up a whole bunch of apartment tours and stuff. So I had my whole little list, my spreadsheet. I didn't know where anything was. I just set up stuff that was somewhat close to the hotel that I was in and I went from there. <laughs> That's the best I could do. I just went from there because I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know anything about Nashville, honestly. Like, the, probably the most we've ever done was drive through it if we even had to do that. So this was just all like blind, blind faith, blind movements, just saying I need to get in Tennessee. And so, so we took the trip, we did our apartment tours. I did not see anything that I liked or that was really in like my budget range because originally I was going to try to keep my job. We were already working from home anyway due to C-19. So I was going to try to keep my job until I found something down here. I needed something that was going to fit into my budget of what I was making at my current position. And quite as it's kept, the cost of living is not cheaper down here. It's pretty much the same as Chicago, but you just get more bang for your buck. So you feel better. <laughs> you feel a little bit better about paying what you pay, but please don't move here thinking that you're going to get these cheap, those cheap prices from back in the day. Cause that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news because honestly, like I said, the prices that I saw for the stuff that I actually liked was very much not giving <laughs> budget friendly. The trip was kind of a bust, but it wasn't because my friend who I went to high school with, she lived here. So she was able to take me and my sister out on the town. Shout out to Peyton. She definitely gave us like an overview of the, like the touristy stuff. And then she showed me where a lot of the areas that she hung at a lot of areas that were predominantly black you know nothing wrong with commingling but sometimes you want to be around people that look like you and with Nashville having so many HBCUs it is nowhere near what you might see on TV there's a lot of black people here <laughs> so we did get a chance to do that we got a chance to you know sightsee and they got a chance to see the areas and at least kind of have an idea of where I was going to be before I started really moving. So, got back home. Went back home to Chicago. And I'm like, it's July. Like, it's crunch time. Like, I have three more months. Well, yeah, August, September. So, I want to speak on by October. So, I'm going to have three more months to get out of here. I literally have three more months to get out of here. And so, um, I started applying to jobs like crazy. I found ways to you know, get some hits, like, I had to really finagle the resume and, like, show that I really was serious about relocating. One of the first places that called me back was my job that I got that got me here. Phone interview was really good with the HR lady, and she was actually from Chicago, which is crazy. 
And I was like, told her like, yeah, I'm planning on, on moving. Like I, I'm trying to get down there. And she's like, okay, so I'm going to set up something with uh, the execs. So did my video conference interview with the execs. They loved me, <laughs> of course. And so I was offered the position and now it was really crunch time because I had, I want to say I got hired in like the beginning, yeah, like right at the beginning of August. Like the, wait, no, I'm lying, I think. I got hired, I want to say in the middle of August, the middle of August. And I was like, well, I can be out there. She's like, well, we don't need you right away. Um, we know you have to relocate. Can you be here by this date? Which was in September. I was like, absolutely. Yes, I can. Yes, I'm saying that. But in my mind, I'm freaking out. Like, oh, my God. What the heck? It's already the middle of August. I got to get there by the middle of September. So I had a month to kind of get myself together. But mind you, you have to think about it. I have not found a place. So I have to come back to go look for a place. So I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off, just trying to figure out something. I got to figure out where I'm going to live now because I have an actual job. I have proof of income. And now I have to not only give a two-week notice for So basically what they was doing with my new job was giving me, letting me do my two-week notice for my company and then also giving me an additional two weeks so I can have that time to relocate. So I have to put in my two weeks with them and... I actually should have, I worked all the way through, like, I worked pretty much all the way through, except for, like, the last week, because I wanted all that money, <laughs> I wanted all that money, like, I was, like, saving, 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 and, of course, I'm spending a lot of money, you know, as far as looking for movers and taking trips back and forth up and down the road to come here to look for places, so I winded up asking my friend if she would want to just drive down with me, so random, like, it was Saturday night, and I was like, you you want to go in the morning? Because <laughs> we, we both were working from home anyway. So, like, I'm like, you want to go in the morning and, and just drive to Nashville? She's like, okay. <laughs> so, we did. We hit the road. I was like, listen, I'll pay for the room. I know this is very spur of the moment. I'll pay for the room. I'll pay for the gas. I'm just want, I just need somebody to help me drive and to help me, you know, sightsee, help me pick places, help me look at these apartments and, and dissect them and see if they're actually something that I, you know, am interested in. We did that and I winded up finding a place. And I was so happy because it was actually right down the street from the place that I originally wanted, but was a little bit overpriced. Just a teensy bit over overpriced. And I wanted to find a place. So now I am officially a Nashvilleian. Like, at this point, I'm not officially, but I'm saying, like, I have a job. I applied for my place. I only applied for one place, thank the Lord, for good credit. But only applied for one place, got accepted, as I was pretty much knowing that I would. Yeah, so now the, the crunch time really, really begins because now I have to go back home. And I have to start the process of looking, I mean, I have to start the process of moving. So I have to pack up my two-bedroom apartment. I have to still work, because like I told you, I worked all the way through. I wanted all those coins. And if I could do it over, I don't know. <laughs> if I could do it over, I probably would have did it the same way. I was one tired sister, but 
I probably still would have got them coins. That was a lot of coins on the table that I would have been leaving behind if, if I didn't. So now the next step was to start the moving process, find movers, pack up, figure out how I was going to get my car down there, if I was going to drive, if I was going to fly, how I was going to do it. And that is pretty much where I'm going to end this episode. And we'll talk a little bit more about the rest of that part in the next one. I hope this is, you know, giving you guys a little bit of the story of how this all came together. It's the, it's not going to make a lot of sense until all the parts are there because it's going to all come full circle about how everything literally just pieced together so perfectly. Like, I literally cannot believe that I live down the street from the place that I really wanted to live at. And this place is was actually better. Amenities off the chain. You know, I'm from Chicago, so it's more of a city type of living, apartments. You get your you get your unit, you might get a laundry room. If you're really lucky, you might even get laundry in your apartment if you're real lucky. But that's pretty much the extent of your amenities for typical apartments. Now, don't get me wrong, they do have luxury apartments and stuff like that in different locations around the city. But I'm talking about like your typical standard apartment. You're not getting very many amenities. So when I got this place and I found a place that, you know, in unit washer dryer, pool, a gym, a tennis court, a playground, a car wash, all on the actual property. I've been some places, so you know how they say don't act like you ain't never been nowhere. I've been some places, but I was like, wait, so I'm really gonna live there. I'm really gonna live there. <laughs> I'm really finna have access to pools, gyms, and all this like right in my actual property. I was flabbergasted and I was like so giddy, so excited, so happy. Everything was coming together so nicely. So I actually found my place. <laughs> I found my place, I want to say August 31st. I had two weeks. I had two weeks. Because I, I was coming here to sign my lease for September 16th. And then um, I was starting my job in September 21st. I had two weeks, y'all, when I actually found and secured my place to go home, finish packing. Like, I was packing all along. I didn't even have a place to put the stuff. I didn't even have a set place. I just knew I had to get out of this apartment because end of the day, I had told them I wanted a shorter lease. Lease is up. So, <laughs> the fun part will begin on the next episode where I'm talking about how crazy it was to work, move all in two weeks and still try to make time to see people when I was getting ready to leave and all that type of stuff. But that'll be on the next episode, you guys. I hope that you enjoyed. If not, my bad. Like I told you, storytelling story is not my forte. My brain is like... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> So I'm not one of those people that can stay on task a lot. So I'm working on it and I'm trying to use my notes to, you know, help guide me. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a storyteller, but I am trying to tell you the testimony of how good God is and how he really just worked everything out in this amazing timing and how he just really had his hand on me. And he put the pressure on me and he made sure that my faith is strong. That is for sure. But anyway, I'm not going to ramble anymore. You guys have a good one. I will see you in part three. Bye.